0: On tonight's Fambro Special Delivery, we talk about a very cheerful episode of Game of Thrones, the new season of Power, and whether or not Orphan Black is going the way of heroes. Is that good? Okay. Welcome! Welcome! What's up internets this is chico leo welcome to another fam bros special delivery i'm here flying high above the brooklyn night, and i am joined by dj
1: benjamin aka el diablo
0: abogado el diablo abogado on the uh on the emergency uh pod flying high and uh we got a lot to talk about tonight uh very very big season finale of Game of Thrones that had the internets uh, completely shaking in their boots. Um, But uh, yeah, this episode was called, uh, what was it, Mother's Mercy? Yeah, Mother's Mercy. Mother's Mercy in relation to the religion that had, before this season, taken a lot of backseat in uh, Westeros. But, uh, yeah, take us through uh, through a lot happened. This might have been the busiest episode of Game of Thrones ever. Um, I We all certainly know where it ended, but wh- where did it begin? Oh, man, yeah.
1: Like you say, there was a lot going on in this episode, Chico. I'm not really even sure where to begin. Like you said, we know where it ended, but yes. so much happened before that. Man, I think the first moment where I was like, once again, this show is so depressing is when Sansa heads to the tower, finally gets to light up the candle, and Brienne gets distracted five seconds before she sees it and misses the chance to save Sansa once again as the uh, Stannis Baratheon is rushing the Boltons and... Bringing his whole army out to play, and so what's left of it? Yeah, basically what's left of it as his yeah like so much of this episode, as you said, what's left of it because Stannis Baratheon's plans, murdering his daughter last episode, burning her at the stake, didn't seem to bear much fruit in this episode as his crew abandons him, his wife commits suicide, and then he's like, "F it, I just still got to go attack the Bolton." So. Brings what's left of his army to attack the Bolins, and Chico it didn't really end that well for him.
0: No, it did not. I mean, you know, they had half their numbers, there were no horses, everybody was hungry. You know, they're attacking a castle on foot, which, you know, um, I think rarely ends well and they <laughs> they uh they they got cut down by uh the Boltons and, uh, the red, the red queen, her, uh, is that Melisandra? Yeah. Her, uh, yeah, her predictions do not seem to have come true, uh, at all. And she, in fact, abandoned him. She jetted, uh, perhaps because she feared his retribution, but also perhaps because she recognized that, uh, you know, he, it wasn't going to work out with him, you know, like he, he was going down. Like Mayor Hawthorne, boy, it's just not going to work out because
1: that just did not end well for Stannis. Uh, once again, though, in this episode, there was a lot of cliffhangers, even with moments where you think that something happened. And Brienne of Tarth, you know, even though she doesn't find Stannis, she does catch up with Stannis at the end of the battle. Delivers a long ass speech, you know, and it's like, OK, I'm about to cut you down, blah, 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 for killing your brother. Womp, womp, womp raises the sword and then there's a cut to another scene and you don't get to see what happened and usually when people talk that much in game of thrones it doesn't end well for them so i'm not sure if stannis is dead or Brienne just taught that bad one no i
0: i actually think stannis is dead although you are right no i mean they definitely left it open yep i think stannis is dead the thing is, you got to remember uh, way back in whenever the season with the Battle of the Black Water, like Stannis was like game seven overtime. Like he, he attacked King's Landing and was on the ramparts about to bust in when uh, the Lannisters and the Tyrells came and saved King's Landing at the last minute. And yep. so he was so close. That he's obviously blinded to anything, and he would be like the, you know the Terminator at the end of the first Terminator movie <laughs> if he in fact was still alive, just like a you know like a, a crawling you know whatever for that Although, throne. Yeah, I mean, so I don't. I, I tend to think that you know he that's died. the end of it. But uh, yeah, so the the whole Stannis Baratheon, none none of that worked out. The whole Baratheon army got. You know, they weren't allowed to surrender. They were definitely throats cut. You know, guys were stabbed in the spinal cord. And, um, it does look like another, you know, potential king has been removed from the board. Um, although potentially not the only one this episode. True indeed. Um, you know, we, you and I both, I think, were really disappointed by the Sand Sisters. Just that there was so much potential for them to be dope. The Sand Sisters just seemed like they provided the backstory for uh, the girlfriend of Oberyn Martell um, to end up killing Jaime Lannister's daughter, uh, which she did with some, you know, she kissed her on the lips with some poison lipstick and then drank the antidote. And, you know, the only reason the Sand Sisters existed was to show us that antidote with Bronn in an earlier episode. But, um, yeah, so that's another uh, Baratheon-slash-Lannister child who is who is now, you know, bit the dust. Um, there were yeah, three. And that... Joffrey, Melis... Uh, I don't... Is her name? No, there's Melisandra, there's Missandei, but the the Lannister daughter who's going to marry the Martell boy um, is definitely off the table, and all that leaves is uh, Tom and Sir Pounce.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sir Pounce,
0: and didn't yeah. even get did an I appearance mean, that, this uh, yeah, season. I think Sir Pounce has a better chance of coming out of this than almost any human <laughs> character, pretty much. But,
1: yeah, definitely. Like you said, I was really disappointed in the Sand Sisters. Like, that was the wackest part of the season to me. I really didn't feel the whole trip of Jamie Lannister, even though I did feel his moment with his daughter. And, once again, you know, it's like you get these moments, and then the crushing doom comes back to you. Just like, we, you almost forgot something there, Chico. You know, we had to go back to the winter for a second, because... You know, back at the Bolton household, Sansa does make a move of her own once she realizes that no one's coming to get her. And Reek finally mans up for a second, does up with uh, Bolton's whatever she was, his girlfriend, you right. know, Ramsay's girlfriend, whatever, pushes her off the ledge in a moment that I was just cheering for. And then him, Reek... Theon, whatever you want to call them, and Sansa make another move. And we're left with yet another ambiguous ass ending because they jump like it's Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Right. Or Lethal Weapon or some, you know, like Buddy (laughs) Cop movie. Yeah. Yeah. Off a ledge. Hopefully, there's a snow drift down there that saves right. them. But we're left with, uh, you know, see you next time. Next at the same Bat Channel episode right, right there. So, should have been a There was a, a fair frame. amount
0: of that but in this episode, but that was the most egregious example. I mean, it was Tubbs and Crockett jumping off the exploding boat, you know, at the last minute. But they needed a
1: freeze frame right there where it right. froze on them. And then it's like,
0: next episode.
1: But, yeah, so that was another, you know, big moment back in the snow. We had more big moments in the snow, but we got to get to them in a second right. because... I mean, we had
0: some big moments both in Marine with everyone trying to figure out who's going to do what with, uh, you know, the Khaleesi Daenerys out of the picture. And I thought that actually was a dope scene. And they basically, um, day and Grey Worm are going to speak for Daenerys and... Tyrion Lannister of all people is gonna, you know, make the moves behind the scenes, and joyfully he has been um, joined by everybody's favorite eunuch, and I, I think I can say that, like, yeah, hell yeah, his favorite eunuch in Varys the Spider. Yeah, hell yeah, I was so happy to see Varys back,
1: and I love that coupling, and I also love the new odd couple of um Jorah uh Jorath uh whatever yeah. his name is Jorah be-
0: of the yeah Jorah <laughs> Mormont of the Antlaz- or some something of the Andals
1: and soon to be of the Stone Men. yes and also he's joined by the replacement uh my man of two worlds who gets all the girls in Orphan Black and Game of Thrones yes yeah Daryona um, Harris thank you there we go who is doing his thing I love that odd couple I can't wait to see that next season And they're off chasing after, you know, the mother of dragons, Danny, who everyone loves, who, yo, can we talk about bid moments this episode? Wow. I mean, first of all, the dragon, you know, seeing uh, Drogon chilling out, you know, was dope, dope, you know, effects right there. And she's trying to convince the dragon to fly her back. He's not feeling that.
0: He needs to take a nap. And then we have. Well, he got stabbed. I mean, people threw spears in him. Yeah, he got it too. So yeah. And then I mean, but come on, Chico. Like, oh yeah, no. She's. I mean, she got surrounded by a Dothraki horde. I mean, this is the perfect chance for her to play her Khaleesi card. Although right, she now, throws her ring on the ground. This is true, but I'm
1: thinking she threw her ring on the ground. You know. Because she didn't know what they were up to. But I think, I'm going to put this out there, that the Dothraki, the Horde, is coming for her. Like, they are looking for her. I actually
0: thought that as well, that, you know, because she obviously didn't, you know, leave, you know, cross the ocean or do whatever with all... Yeah, I mean the, the the Dothraki know that she's you know married the mother Dek- of dragons yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so they right. know the
1: power and they follow power so I think they came back looking right. for her have found her and so now her army has grown even larger right and you know we'll see what happens next season but I think it's going to be Khalisi rolling on fools right now like right you know, torching them left and right putting
0: them dragons to work. Well, hopefully that'll work better for her than it did for Arya with her plan to roll on a lot of fools. Because she did. And, uh, you know, how'd that work out? You know, I mean, she did definitely get her revenge more than most people who've been, you know, as wronged as her in this world or in that one. But. I mean, her actions Ugh. definitely came to bite her in the ass.
1: <laughs> to say less, she needs to be out looking for stick right now. Right, You know, it's a Matt murder out training because Arya took out the eyes of her victim. And then, you know, when she returned back home, man, it was tight. Like, yo this this episode is full of so many twists it's like much better than I have to say most of the final episodes yeah. where it's more like you know they're definitely setting the table but they set the table in just such crazy ass ridiculous ways in this episode that it's really tough to say where it's gonna go next because you got blind ass Arya right now you know who's got her revenge on one person but you know how's she gonna move on from this moment And we're not even halfway through, they're still just,
0: This would be a good good time if she ever was going to find her wolf that she sent away in (laughs) in the first season. This would be an awesome opportunity. I'm not sure if she's even on the same continent as her wolf. But, you know, these dire wolves are dope, and maybe they know how to, you know. Uh, Hunt
1: her down by smell, because they're definitely, you know I mean, she's not going to hunt them down by sight anytime soon. So it's
0: tight. Oh, so my yeah, the, the the bad bad luck continues for the Stark family, um, <laughs> and um, yeah, that, I think that really sad music that they play—that that's not the reigns of Castamere—is literally the Stark theme song. Um, you know, like, like on the album. I'm I'm not joking. Like it's, it's like, like it's the most going Bad. Yeah, I mean, you know. Um. So, yeah, Arya is uh, is now blind. Sansa is, you know, with Reek in a snowbank. That's the best-case scenario. Yes. Outside a battle where they're running around skinning people. Um, you know, the, the, the younger brothers are, are off somewhere. I guess we're going to see a lot more of them in Season 6. But, um, yeah, Stark family continues to lose. Yeah, um, definitely.
1: And before we get to the final loss... You know, also we had the episode is entitled Mother's Mercy and we had Cersei, you know, begging for mercy, finally being granted something. And in one of the best scenes, man, of this show, you see her having to take the long walk naked through the town. And I,
0: I have, what's the, uh, Leah Headley? Is that Lena right? Lena Hed- Headley. Lena Headley. It's either Headley or Headley, but yeah, amazing. she made an amazing, yeah. I mean, amazing people were spitting work. on her, throwing shit on her, and she, you know, was trying to keep her mask up. And, I mean, she's a queen. I mean, you yes. know, she's an evil queen, a selfish queen, you know, uh, but she's a queen. I mean, that, that there's no, uh, she leaves no room for doubt. And after walking naked through the whole city with, spit and piss and shit and food and all kinds of stuff being thrown on her she makes it to the castle and her maester reveals what we've all known was coming which is the mountain Gregor Clegane is now you know uh he's been raised from the dead as some Terminator kind of zombie. X and uh yeah he's uh he is now gonna be her uh her instrument of 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 Justice and fury. And revenge. Yeah. Yes. He's like
1: Samuel L. Jackson times ten yes. in post right now because literally it is tight on everyone. The look in her eyes after that long walk, that last look was just like, oh man, you done
0: fun up. <laughs> and that's and an s- example where production value, even not like a battle, but just showing her walking through the whole city. Which was filled with people, and you know, sure, there might have been some CGI in there, but a lot of that was, you know, was real, and and uh, you definitely felt like you were there. I mean, I was looking for looking at Twitter, ready for people to be like, "Yo, come down to the Queen shaming," you know, <laughs> um, it is live right now. Yeah, Yo, exactly. Lituation out here. So, Sam uh, up at the wall does, early on in the episode we skipped, he realizes that the best place for him is at the (laughs) Citadel, where he can study to be a maester himself, which actually probably is, I mean, his talents and skills are better used there, and his wife will be safe, you know, safer than being in a den of rapists on the edge of a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, and it's not really safe for anyone
1: up at the wall right now, so Sam gets away you know, good to see that. I really like Sam's movements for this episode. I, You know, I like Sam. He's been growing more on me throughout the season, throughout the show. And so I'm really happy to see him get away because... All right, Chico. I think we finally reached it, man. Spoiler alert. Yes. Super spoiler alert for anyone who's been listening this far. Let me just say this off the top, Chico. I was sitting there as soon as fucking Ali comes in the room. I knew what the fuck was going down, and I hate Ali. I mean, I I, I knew it from halfway through the season that yeah. he was going to pull this BS. And mm, Ali comes in, tells Jon Snow some nonsense, draws Jon Snow out into the courtyard of the wall where he finds the rest of the night's watch. They've set up a little traitor cross for him. Because they believe he traded them, whatever, by bringing whatever. Anyway, and they pull the Julius Caesar on your
0: man. Exactly. Oh, one at a time, just stabbing him, you know, for the watch, for the watch. And, I mean, it was set up really well in the sense that we knew they were pissed. We knew why they were pissed. From their point of view, they had legitimate beef, whether or not we as the viewer agree with that or people who stand for Jon Snow. But. It was, it was not, you know, it was an unexpected, you know, at the beginning of the episode, if you would ask me, is Jon Snow going to be at the, alive at the end of this episode? I've been like, of course, like, you know, I mean, that means they could kill Daenerys, frankly. I mean, I don't think they will, but if they kill Jon Snow, I mean, I know we've been saying this for years, like if they kill Ned Stark, they could kill anyone, but you know... Jon Snow is not Jamie and uh what and Cersei's daughter, you know? Like that yeah. was that was that was bigger than them killing, you know, Ned Stark, frankly.
1: Dog, that that was that was bigger than the Red Wedding. Like I yeah. say, I, I thought that I I went on Twitter and I had to ask and people are saying that this isn't even in the book. So right. like they said, this episode was going to break the internet and I know that people are going absolutely nuts because people are gonna say that this isn't George R. R.R. Martin's vision, but I'm sure that he had this planned already, so sorry. And before we go too far, once again,
0: we did have the return
1: of the Red Witch to the castle. Exactly, so she shows up in
0: Castle Black. And, which is where Jon Snow is, and... Bleeding out. Right, and he's He's bleeding out, and the whole thing is she's after the blood of kings, and he has the blood of kings because he's Ned Stark's son. Although, that, that actually, he might be you know the king from his other lineage whatever that is but he does have the blood of kings we do see him bleeding out it wouldn't be a surprise for the next season to start with her you know scooping up his blood or some some nonsense something like that you know like that she got the night's watch to turn on him just to get his blood or something but um, she certainly deserves a nasty end and you know I wouldn't mind if Brienne of Tarth gave it to her yeah, definitely. We'll see what happens. I mean, there's just so much. Like I say, I really don't think that's
1: the last we've seen of Jon Snow. I'll say that off the top. I right. really don't think it's over for him. As horrible as that ending was, you know, the Red Witch has proven to be able to do a lot better stuff than that. So, you know, there's it, – it's no way that that can just be the end right there because, man, I mean, come on. Like, no, no. Like, not for Mr. Snow. That's just yeah. not right.
0: It's just, it's amazing that 50 episodes into this show, many of which, you know, we've seen multiple times, like just the idea that you could still be so shocked and that it it sort of all makes sense. It's not some out of left field, like soap opera thing where, you know, no, no, it's always horrible on this show.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. It's always horrible, but you're still stunned every time when some horrible mess happens like this. Even though you know whenever people are good guys
0: and do the right thing on this show, it ends terribly. So, I mean, just in the last two episodes, a teenage girl that we really like was burned alive by her parents... Um, a teenage girl that we didn't know that well, but I would say in general, if we had feelings for her, we, we liked her. She was poisoned to death in her father's arms. And then a teenage girl that we definitely did think is dope was blinded by her, you know, teacher and master, you know, I mean, this was, you didn't see this in the karate kid, like Mr. Miyagi taking out Daniel San's eyes.
1: You know, no, no, this is more like kill bill. Right. my man Right. Yeah, exactly. eyes,
0: Exactly. <laughs> morpheus rolling up on neo and chopping off his arm i mean like you know yeah so i mean that's just and that's just little girls like or not little but teenage girls like that's usually something that tv shows leave sacrosanct and you know let alone all the other terrible you know stuff that's happened so yeah i say game of thrones keep on keeping on Um, (laughs) i think we got 42 weeks for uh for season six I, for one, can't wait. I know there's a Star Wars movie between now and then, but uh, yeah, Game of Thrones, Mother's Mercy, uh, Lord have mercy.
1: Yeah, man, I have to say, this is definitely one of the, this is definitely the easy, easily the best ending episode of any season in Game of Thrones, and, you know, stunning. I I can't wait to see next season, you know, my predictions right now are Khaleesi back with the Dothraki, rolling on fools, Cersei rolling on fools. Tommen and Sir Pounce being the same punks that they always were born to be. Jon Snow somehow returning like the Phoenix rolling on fools. And White Walkers. Let me just say this right now. I'm Team White Walker because they are going to roll on every fool. Oh, yeah. And my prediction is that I see a White Walker on the damn throne at the end of this thing because...
0: Wow, I mean, that yeah. actually, I mean, that would be, I mean, I I gotta be honest with you, I definitely, that had never occurred to me, Wow, and that would be really dope. I mean, if that, you know, if that dude that, you know, rose everyone from the dead and was in the thriller meme, you know, from two weeks ago. Mr. Come at me, bro. Yeah, exactly. Like, if that dude's sitting on the Iron Throne, I mean, yeah, that yeah. certainly uh, the the creators would not have much hope for uh, for the rest of us. <laughs> no, I don't and I don't think they do at yeah. this point. No. So alright, man. Yeah, I mean, uh let us know out there what everyone uh what everyone thought. I guess everyone already always does, but uh, you know, hit us up at at Fanbro's show. Um so you weren't here uh last week, but we uh celebrated the return of power. Yes. Um, we're two two episodes in. I think it's uh it's going swell uh for uh, well it's going swell for the viewer, not so much for uh for ghost. It seems to be going very swell for uh Kanan. Yeah, but, definitely. Uh, but what what do you think so far?
1: So far I'm not mad at it. Once again I have to say that Ghost is the dumbest drug dealer in the history right. of the universe. He's right up there with Starface in terms of just like making every wrong move that you can make. I loved his jog this week when he's suddenly just jogging after a girl. That, that it was right, I'm weird like, yo, sequence. does he
0: have jogging clothes at Angela's house? Like, he doesn't have a key, but he's got his vest and his tights and all that. Like, and I don't understand
1: know. that. Like, are they like, if she goes for a run, why isn't he just running with her? Why is right. he chasing her? That was so weird. And then it's right. like he sees this FBI guy. He already knows she's a Fed, right. but you know, he's more mad that she's you know running with another Fed. It's like, right. oh come on, Go. That's what
0: feds do. They run <laughs> I, with each other. I mean, Jesus, what do you expect, dog? Right.
1: I still have to say, I think the greatest line of this show ever is Tommy last week with, "She's a federal prosecutor." Right. <laughs>
0: Right, we have to do uh, Ben Hameen's, uh impression of Tommy every week. That was dope. I mean, oh my god! Well, that, that dude's so been great. like in another show since like the beginning. Like he's yes. coming on like he's Al Pacino in Heat or something like that. Like he's just yeah. I mean, he's such a. I mean, I love it though. I love
1: the actors playing Tommy because you know he was in um uh, True Detective as the skinhead.
0: Oh, that's right. Oh, wow. Yes. Yep, yep.
1: So you see the variation that he can bring yep. to a role. I mean, even though it's always completely over the top, but I love it, you know, and I'm loving Tommy because he's like one of the few people in the show. Like he, Like you say, he's from another show where yeah. he's like, come on. But then at the same time, Tommy's an idiot, you know, messing around with the redhead, can't yeah. get his dropping ass right.
0: secrets left and right. Yeah, right.
1: like I said, these are the dumbest drug dealers ever <laughs> <laughs> in existence. Uh, but you know, I love Power Man. It's a great summer show. I'm enjoying it so far. We'll definitely have more. Fifty Cent's been shining.
0: Yeah, so I mean, that's the I, that was the my only uh, issue with the first season was it was so clear that Fifty Cent was was the villain. He's an incredible villain. He's charismatic. He's scary. And I actually think his son, um, the whole show turns on him, basically, because Mm. the son is caught between the two fathers. I mean, that's obviously, you know, that's as old as, you know, Shakespeare or before that, you know, but... um, you know ghost and and his real father but eventually they're going to have to figure i mean like you said there there's some stuff that should be kind of obvious to them that isn't <laughs> she's a federal prosecutor not just that but like that all this bad stuff is happening and then this dude shows up and he's out of prison and people are getting shot And nobody knows who's ordering <laughs> it and everything like that and he obviously has some kind of axe to grind from the past you know like he feels that you know and he won't meet with them it's right. like what Right, right. <laughs> so, oh, you know, um, and, and uh, you know, basically as a club owner, he's basically managed to lose truth to half of Firestorm. <laughs> and now he's reporting to, like, the dude who couldn't even get hired by anyone, like, last season because he was screwing waitresses or something. Like, now that dude, or worse, I don't remember what, the, what it was, but that dude is now his boss. Like, what's up? You know? you know, it's it's straight up and down
1: like um, uh, Silicon Valley, where the you know idiot got promoted and now you, right. know, you have hit. to answer to him. So yeah, you know, yeah, it's terrible all around for Ghost right now. This season has definitely not started out on wins for him. Half a firestorm running his shit. Yeah, it's it's ugly. And that was a great one, Chico, because he's there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, man. it's uh, so well things can only go up from here for Ghost. Although when last we seen him. He's taking a trip to uh, Miami with uh, with Angela. A federal prosecutor, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> so, All right. What so else we got on news, special? Delivery I gotta Chicago? say, I uh, Orphan Black has has gone full full blown heroes for me. Like it's <laughs> gotten too big, too crazy. Like I don't care about half the stuff that's going on. It's 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 like each individual scene is really dope, Tatiana Maslani is really dope, but having whole episodes dealing with you know Rachel buying soap stores from her mother and smirky hipsters, yeah, but it just it's so all and then they're introducing more clones and male clones and I I just think they've completely lost the uh, and it's still you know no one ever it's still getting great reviews and everyone's writing articles about the science behind each episode which is uh, making no sense right I mean it just um, and 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 I just got to say so I actually did not see Orphan Black this week it is in the DVR I, I, I will watch it I'm gonna I'm gonna soldier on through this season but hold on all right well hold on then, very hold on
1: hold on then let me yep. tell you because this episode. You know, I'm not going to give too much away. I don't want to spoil too much. But I have to say, I feel you 100% on how over-the-top Orphan Black is dropped. But then I have to harken back to when they cut off a man's tail on this show. And you have to realize that it's been over-the-top since it started. So, this episode had one... Uh, Tatiana Maslany once again, playing the double roles, triple roles, quadruple, quintuple roles. This episode has her playing uh, the Sistra... You know, Hel- uh, as also playing Allison. So you get once again once when one clone is playing another clone. Right. And just one of the best moments. Helena might be, as they say, one of the best characters on television ever. Yeah. Because and this episode has her returning to form, as they say. And I just want to give a quick shout out to the music on Orphan Black. Because like we were talking about earlier with the Starks having their sad music. There's this two note, like... When Helena is about to turn up, and it is just the greatest thing, and we got the return of that this episode, and it was turn-up time for Helena, so, like I said, I feel you, this season has been completely over the top, completely in so many directions, there's some science at the end of this episode that really makes no sense unless it's an X-Men comic book. But, you know, yeah. worked, you know, it worked for the show. And Chris but- Claremont
0: would, have, would explain it better, and it would be better to read than to hear these people talking about it. But, no, I, I feel you. No, sure. straight
1: up and down. The only reason I even understood what happened or even gave it any second of a thought was because it happened in a Grant Morrison X-Men comic already. So right. I was like, okay, you know, well, maybe, but no, it can't. But, anyway, you know, this, this episode still crazy. Like I say, Helena putting in work. I, I'm 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 not soldiering through it I'm enjoying it I'm enjoying it for what it is Orphan Black is over the top So you know And if you is.
0: just watch any scene I guess maybe it's the kind of show you should Or for me I should be folding laundry to or something Because if you just watch it scene by scene Every scene is entertaining on its own yes. You just have to take it like in a vacuum And not you know Because trying to string them all together I just think is uh, is, is just daunting Most definitely But
1: yeah, no, I was definitely enjoying this episode, and like I say, Helena putting in that work, as we all know, and that turn up music.
0: She's she's the the star. I mean, oh, definitely, she's the dope, uh, the dopest clone.
1: I love Allison too, though. No, no no lie, I love Allison to death. But yeah, definitely another great episode. Um, I think that we got power, or from Black. I'm not watching Penny Dreadful. I'm sorry. I yeah, whatever, folks.
0: I haven't. Yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying Penny Dreadful, but I I actually think it would work better if you binge watch the whole season in like a week rather than discussing each chapter, just because it has kind of a you know slower pace. It is a good looking show. I haven't watched tonight's episode. Um, on on our last episode, Kimson mentioned uh, Mr. Robot, which is coming uh, on USA Network, and the pilot in it, its uninterrupted completeness is on YouTube and can be watched. I did that this weekend, and while he might be wrong about some things, Kimson was definitely right about this. I, uh, I was blown away by the pilot.
1: Nice. So I highly recommend it. Yep, I haven't got to watch it yet, but I've been hearing nothing but rave reviews, so I'm definitely going to check it out. Also this weekend dropped a new season of Orange is the New Black. That's right. I am not a fan of anything involving prison, so I didn't check that out and probably won't. But I'm sure our fan
0: bros out there are, and I know Chico will, so. No, you know, I actually uh, I gave up uh, halfway through the second season planning on coming back, and I never did. Um, I always had issues with Piper, the main character, and from everything that I've read on Twitter, um, this third season has basically, you know, she's lost whatever fans she did have, that Ouch. just everyone's talking about being fed up with her, and she's she's the least interesting character, both of which were sentiments that I had, so I, I probably won't be, um, I did finish Sense8, um, it kind of went a little off the rails in the last couple episodes, but i think it's really strong it's on netflix i advise you check it, check it out but um yeah that that and uh and mr robot which is not what i thought it was going to be either you know just so you know from the title but um yeah no i will not be uh probably not be checking in with with orange is the new black although maybe one day i will go back and
1: uh and revisit it most definitely i'm sure we'll have some reviews up on fanbros.com where you can right. check it out but yo Chico, all right. Before we get out of here, I gotta ask you just real quick. You know, give me one sentence, two sentences. What are your predictions for next season of Game of Thrones? Well, a lot more characters are gonna die,
0: badly, <laughs> <laughs> um, terribly. Um, I it, it it's impossible to uh, to predict. But um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that Sansa is gonna meet up with her uh, with her brothers. I'm going to hmm. say Reek is going to die bringing Sansa, re- reuniting Sansa with her brothers. And at some point in the end, they're going to call him, you know, Theon Greyjoy or some shit like that. Or
1: Theon Stark,
0: something. Right, yeah, yeah you know. Um, I guess the blood of kings actually is, is in him, although I guess ba- Balin Greyjoy is not really a king.
1: No, and uh, he also lost a lot of that blood. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, my predictions for next season, I'll say, like you said, are a lot of fools getting killed. And I really just see Khaleesi making her big move next season, the one that we've all been waiting for, just straight up and
0: down, rolling across the narrow sea and getting to work. So. Well, they got two more seasons. So, you know, if she makes her big move next season, then there has to be a 7th season, so it would then that would mean her big move kind of might get thwarted. Oh,
1: yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a lot of other players, yeah, you know, no matter what true. move she's making, we'll see how it all
0: ends. Um, I also predict that Arya is definitely going to remain blind.
1: <laughs> I don't think she's going to have much choice in that matter. Yeah. So. Her ruthless you know, kung fu trickery backfired on her. All right, folks. That's it for this episode of Special Delivery, Chico. Any more thoughts before we get out of here?
0: Uh, you know, Jesus and Mero and I believe Tatiana King, and I'm not sure about you, were all talking up Attack on Titan, and I watched the first two episodes on Netflix, and I was uh, really into it. So nice, uh, nice. Props for the props for that. All
1: right, most definitely. I'll have to get into that like February. Um, I got nothing else other than that. Make sure you check out Fan Bros Show every week. Check out FanBros.com. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes. Leave a comment, a rating, five stars, all that there. We're on YouTube. Shout out to Don Willie who says we don't shout that out. We're on YouTube right now. Search for Fan Bros Show. Check out behind-the-scenes episodes. You can see all the videos, all the live action Check our beautiful faces on YouTube right now. And we out of here, right, Chico? That's it.
0: Peace. Ace.
1: That's it. Peace.